0: Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on your way to work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witted. Hello, and welcome to On Your Way to Work, the show that talks not to employers, not to managers, but to you, the worker on the workplace floor. My name is Christian Witted, and I'm here today with Rick Witted, our usual host. Here on the show, we often talk about what we've coined work-life balance. And today, I want to talk about one of the potential consequences of one's work and life being out of
1: balance, namely burnout. Rick? Well, Kristen, that's a very interesting topic, uh, burnout. It is a very common thing that happens in the workplace. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes we don't even realize when we are burned out and I'll give full disclosure that I'm probably not the expert here and my wife would probably vouch for that, but I have no problems in being transparent and just kind of maybe sitting on my own therapeutic couch here and being open about uh, this topic of burnout. I think it's a very interesting topic. So what's your first question?
0: Well, I have three questions for you, Rick, but my first question is undoubtedly the
1: simplest. What are the signs of burnout? That's a good question, Christian. So I think there can be several different signs of burnout. I would say that one, and this one's kind of easy, it's just physically burnt out, where your body just wears itself down and you're sick. Or there's just this extreme exhaustion. You can't seem to catch up, get rest. For me, this happens every couple of years. It's not every year. It may not be even every two years. But I get to this point over a a few years period where my body just gives way. And I come down with some pneumonia or something, right, that I never get. And it just, you know, I can hear my wife's voice now. You need to slow down. You need to stop. Of course, she says that period, right? If I get a little whiff of a cough, it's like, oh, you need to slow down. So I guess because I can be extreme in my busyness that I I, I view it that way. But she's really right. You know, there are times when our body just physically is worn out. So, you know, definitely physical signs of burnout which would be fatigue, worn out. You just you have this constant knot. It's like a yarn ball that someone has found the two ends and instead of pulling them to unravel it, they are pulling it and it's getting tighter and tighter and tighter. If you're living with that between the shoulders, you're you're probably nearing burnout on the physical exhaustion side. And, and I've been there plenty times in my career. I think a second, and, and I guess actually as I'm answering these questions, I think I'm speaking out from what my experience has been in this area of burnout. The second one for me has been, you know, you know, signs of, of burnout uh, has involved when my mind is just not there. I'm, I'm not focused in on the task. And so I'll say it this way. A second sign of burnout could be disinterest. You're not interested in what you're doing. You're finding yourself having those mental gaps, those spaces in a day where you may used to have been productive and looking for the next thing to get done and really focusing. Now your mind is wandering. Most people would say, well, your passion's going away. you're no longer interested. And and I think those are right words to use. But I, I really think that that could be a symptom of being burned out. Like what you're doing, you're just kind of at your peak with it. And for whatever reason, you found yourself in a place where you just have no more to give. You have no more passion or creativity or life you're just kind of done with it. And I think that is a mental type of burnout where we disengage. We're just not there. Uh, So I think you have physical, I think you have mental. And then I think there's emotional burnout. This is when, you know, whatever your emotional vice is, maybe for you, it's arguing or combativeness, maybe for you, it is sorrow and you know we're feeling victimized or you know maybe for you it is fear or you know avoidance whatever your emotional vice is when you go there that can be a real clear sign that you're you're burnt out i i i, I have no idea who made it up but the the term halt has always been a powerful t- you know uh, a powerful um acronym for me to remember when you're hungry angry lonely tired step away halt stop because you're really you know in tune to really going kind of emotionally overboard right in either again whatever your emotional vice is when it goes too far and i would say that is a telltale sign of burnout when you're at a place where your buttons are they're bigger and people can easily touch them and push them even if they're not trying, even if they walked by and graze you, you know, metaphorically, right? Your button is so big that it's easy to push your buttons now and you go off, right? Or you go wherever you go uh, emotionally. And so I think those are three real key areas where we can begin to display symptoms of burnout. Again, mentally, physically, and emotionally those are signs that that we're burning out. So I hope that kind of answers at least some of the question you're trying to ask.
0: I think it does. Now for the second question, we just talked about the symptoms of burnout. Now I want to get to the root of the problem. What actually causes
1: burnout? So you're not making it easy here. (laughs) That's another good question. So why people burn out? Let me give a few answers for that. Immediately, my mind goes to those individuals who don't know how to create healthy boundaries in a couple of areas. So one, you don't know how to turn work off. And so the boundary between work and personal life goes away. You know, I'm no psychologist here, um, but I would say if that's where you are, then work is fueling something else. Work is not about work. Work is something about a personal definition that defines you. And that's why you don't know where it ends. You don't know when it's you or when it's work because you're using work to define something about you, typically a deficiency in our life that needs filling a void, whether that's this need to be loved, this need to feel accomplished, this need to feel useful or needed. And and so maybe you're using work to to answer that question and I would say you have to be really careful because if you don't know how to turn it off there is something that happens to every electrical component that has an off switch that never goes off for its full useful life it burns out and it is just a matter of time where if you don't create a boundary between work and personal life you are going to burn out and if you don't burn out relationships around you will burn out maybe your spouse or significant one that relationship or the communication in that relationship or the trust and the closeness and the bonding of that relationship burns out or if it's a relationship with your children they burned out or friends or you, you, you get the point here. You will burn out or things around you will burn out. If you cannot separate the boundaries between work and personal life, I think there's another area of boundary that's important. And that's the, the area of, of where I begin and where am I the front yard of my life so to speak the fence of my life um stops right and some of us have no no fence at all we 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 do not um we don't have boundaries when we're asked to do something we do it and if we keep being asked we don't know how to say no we keep doing it And so here's what I've learned, particularly if you're good at getting things done, people will keep asking you to do things and they don't mean anything bad by it. You know, we usually, you know, the cop out, the cop out we use is that people are trying to take advantage of us sometimes. Yeah, but I would probably say the bulk of the time people aren't trying to take advantage of us. People are trying to get things done in life. And if you are known as someone who can get things done and you keep saying yes, they're going to keep asking. And so is it really the third party's fault that they're asking you to do something? Or is it really your fault that every time you say yes or you figure out how to do it? And I would say to you that that is going to lead to burnout. That's going to be a cause of burnout if you don't know how to say no. So when you think about these first two causes of burnout, one is not creating work-life balance. And and then the second one is not knowing how to say no. Then I would say thirdly, um, you got to know how to step away. It's amazing, you know, how tough the pull or the lure of work really is in our life. It has an incredible draw. And, and um, I talk about why in the book. So I'm not going to get in that yet until the book's release. And then we'll start talking all about outgrow your space at work, how to thrive at work and build a successful career. But, but I just, let me just, just go with me here. Work has an incredible draw. That's why I always say when something doesn't go well at work or you don't get what you thought you should have got or the job you thought you should have got, it feels like a kick in the teeth. It's horrible because work is very emotional. Work has this incredible draw. And so because of that draw, sometimes we tend to go after this this idea of success, hard. We want to win. We want to win. And, and and maybe we want to win because we're addicted to winning. Or, or maybe we want to win or progress in our career because we've put too much in stake uh, around career success, this idea of being successful. And, you know, I got to tell you, success can have many meanings. But if you go after that blindly, you're going to burn out it's just a matter of time you're going to burn out. Or as I said, it's not just that you burn out, but things around you, relationships, you know, people, right? You know, things outside of work that you need to take care of. Those things eventually will burn out. Uh, and you can go for a while, but after a while, if you can't bring balance to your life, right? If, if, If you don't have work-life balance, one, two, if you don't know how to say no, three, if you're blindly going after this idea of career success without some sort of balance to it, it's a matter of time before you burn out. I think there is a fourth one, Christian, and that is we don't know how to pause and pull away. You, you, most of us have vacation time of some it's amazing how many people do not take a vacation and even when they're off because as I said a moment ago the 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 draw and the pull of work can can have such allure to it that I, I even realize that when I'm on vacation if I got a week off it's it's almost useless because I can't turn off the the iPhone and the email till about Wednesday. It takes two or three days just to get it out of my system. And so for me, wh- where I can, where we can afford to, right? We just try to get away and go somewhere on vacation. I- I've got to completely remove from my environment or I can't turn it off. I- and that's just me. And this this is probably where my wife would say, I struggle with balance. I'm, I'm always finding something to do. I mean, for, for goodness sake, Last year, you know, I, I, I took on a much larger role professionally than I've ever done before. I was in the middle of writing a book. I was in the middle of launching this podcast show, and I was overseeing a a career uh, in jobs ministry, you know, for, for my local church. It was just crazy. I mean, I look at that now going, what was I thinking? And, oh, I guess my wife is correct. But But the point for me is... Home every day. Those are all things a part of that everyday local scene. And so I've got to pause. I've got to pull away and I've got to find me some vacation time. It's important for me. It's important for my wife on our anniversary. Every year we're going somewhere for a week. Even if we don't have a lot of money, we're finding out where relatives live so we can go stay with them or something. But we're getting away. It's just important. We know that's coming up every year. We have no plan on getting divorced, so we know that anniversary is going to happen every year. And as a result, we put money away for it. We actually plan for it. When we have a surplus of money, if we do that, have that at any time, a part of that surplus is putting away for our vacation time for when we go on an anniversary. Why? Because that's important. And then there's at least one other week in the year where we take our family, our ent- our kids and us, and we all go and we get away. That's important because I have to pause. If I don't pause, I'm going to burn out because I got too many ends lit and everything's on fire. So I have got to learn to pull out of that lure, that draw, where work pulls me into doing more and always doing and keeping moving and doing more. You got to pause or you will burn out, right? And so not having work-life balance and, and not knowing how to say no and just pursuing this idea of career success almost blindly. And, and then fourth, not knowing how to pause. You got to take vacation times. Those are reasons. Those are the sparks that cause the burn that burns you out. Good questions, Christian. So you we've talked about both what are the signs of burnout. We've talked about what are causes of burnout. These are those are two good questions and you're really making me self assess. So I know you said three. What is the third question for me? For my final question, how does one prevent burnout? Is it possible to prevent burnout? Yeah, so that that's a good question. I've probably answered some of that, but you know, I know we're wrapping up here pretty soon. So let me just let me give you a couple things. I think that the best way to prevent burnout, um, I, I would start with this one: listen to those around you. Right, and then I'm hearing my wife's voice. Uh, I'm seeing my kids who may be saying. Oh uh, dad it, it'd be great if we could go out on you know can, when are we going back on a vacation or when are we you know doing something or are we getting away just listen to those around you it, it may be a boss it may be coworkers it may be a good friend and they're just saying dude you got to slow down man i don't know how you do it you're you're burning at too many ends what what you're hearing there are the people that have a front row seat to observing your life They're saying you're doing an incredible amount and you know that is something when you're doing that much you got to step back and pause. So listen to those around you. Take heed when you're hearing things like slow down or your kids longing to spend some time with you or You know, observers around you, coworkers, managers, friends saying, man, you're doing a ton, right? Those are all clear signs that you may be on the way to burnout and you don't even know it. And this is one of the tough things about burnout. Sometimes you don't know it till it's burned out. Right. That's kind of that's kind of the reason the phrase. Right. It's a burn. It's not burning anymore. You've you've been burning from every end so much that you just burn out. And so that's one of the deceptive things about burnout. Sometimes you don't know until it's out and uh, or you got such little to give where you were a bright flame. Now you're just a little flicker, barely, barely holding on. So you got to listen to people around you. And don't take those cues necessarily as a badge of honor. Like, yeah, that's right. I'm I'm, I'm doing a whole bunch. That's I'm, I'm Superman. I'm Superwoman. But you may want to hear that and go, gosh, what are they seeing that I can't see? Because here's the truth, right? As much as you know everything on the inside of you more than anyone else, everybody else knows what you look like better than you they know what your actions what your behaviors look like a whole lot better than you because we don't walk around with a mirror in front of our face so those around us tend to know us very well now they may not know what our intentions and our motivations on the inside they may not know the spring that bubbled up and caused the action but they know the action very clearly and where we think we judge that actions by our intention everybody else judged that action by the actions and so if people around you are saying, man, you're doing a lot, you're probably doing a lot, right? And I'm not talking, when I say people, I'm not mean, meaning the, the casual guy or girl that doesn't know you well. I'm meaning friends and family that really know you or coworkers that you are fairly close to you that that see you day in and day out. Those are people who, when they observe your life, they, they're really qualified to... They, they may not be qualified to tell you what you are, but they are absolutely qualified to tell you what you're doing and not understanding why you're doing it doesn't mean you're not doing it. Uh, and so I would say, listen to those around you. Man, I went a long time on that point. I think that's very important because I do believe um, that uh, I, I believe God puts people around us so that we can step back and see about ourselves what we can't see. And when we when we don't listen to others, we are a strong candidate, I believe, for burnout. I, so that's one point, Christian. There there may be several others, but as I think about the times that I've been on my way to Burnoutville, I can tell you loud and clear, I, I didn't listen to those statements my wife made or or the kids made or you know, co-workers around me and friends going, man, you are doing so much. How do you do it? And I'm, I was just I'm so addicted to doing at times that I don't realize it. So we got to listen to people around us. That is the surest way to prevent burnout. And then, you know, the second point I, I made, you know, just a moment ago, it's just we got to take breaks. You, you have got to build in a break and you've got to turn everything off, um, and those are more times where, you know, you you need to really pull away and unlink, you know, and undownload. Right, cut the cut the phone off, cut the email off, and just get away. Uh, and for me, a vacation does that. Um, and you know, I don't care what kind of budget we got; that may determine. How much or how far we go or where we go, but we're going to vacation as a family. We're we're going to get away, and you know it's one of the things that my father uh, did for us. He uh, owned a ton of timeshares when we were young, and so we would we would always have this built-in break that we would take. And so maybe it's just a part of my upbringing, but um, you know, as you know, I you know I do that for our family. So I I think that's important and and something that helps me pull away from being burnt out I I think the second thing or the third thing here you know so one listen to those around you too you've got to take vacations you got to pull away and unlink and then I think thirdly it doesn't have to be that dramatic and big every day you should find I don't care if it's 5 10 15 minutes to unlink And I'm usually, in my role, I'm usually at my desk, on the phone, on the telepresence, you know, looking at somebody from another state or wherever, and just constantly meeting, 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 talking, talking, talking. And every day, at some point in the day, I have learned to just get up, walk away from my desk, you know, push push the door closed, leave the cell phone there. Because if I take that with me, it doesn't cut off. And just walk outside and... You know, where my office is, you can go out and sit in these chairs or, or rocking chairs. You can just sit in them. And I just if the weather's good and in Florida, it's usually good at some point in the day. And I just sit in that chair and I just take 15 minutes. Sometimes I close my eyes. Sometimes I just, you know, you know, meditate and think. Sometimes I I pray. Sometimes I listen to music. You know, whatever it is, I have to unlink for a few minutes because I can feel it. That I didn't, I haven't turned off at all in the day. And, uh, and I kind of need to recharge my batteries, so to speak. So that's it. I hope that's been helpful. And uh, I'm, I'm being pretty transparent that a lot of these things I'm, I'm working on. And sometimes I guess we preach best what we need the most. And, and this is definitely one of those areas for me. Great topic, Christian. Thanks for bringing it up. And thanks for making me think about my own life. Thank you for
0: sharing with us. Well, listeners, you've been listening to episode 30 of season 2 of On Your Way to Work. If you have a minute, leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know how this show affected you. If you want to get connected, check us out at facebook.com forward slash rawitted. And if you're feeling burnt out, tweet us at rawitted with the hashtag burnout and share your story. Thank you for listening and have a great week.